This is Cubs fan Han, and you're listening to the Escape Podcast. And this program is being recorded in front of a live studio audience. Where Han shot first. Enjoy the show. One is a territory war specialist from Australia. The other is a territory battle tactician from the U.S. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With over a combined 45 years of entertainment under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The CFH Network presents the Escape Podcast, a weekly show about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Scotty McLaren and Paul Anthony. Yes, indeed. Coming up on this week's Escape Podcast, the Galactic Chase, the shiny new B1 battle droid, the new droids and reworks that are incoming, will also take down the game with Xylo, and much, much more. All this in breaking news as it happens, and speaking of breaking news, it's time to get into a little bit of breaking news now. Breaking news. I'll take it from here, Scotty. Yeah, we definitely have some uh, breaking news update on the Finn 3PO raid interaction resulting in Finn modifications. Sounds like something that you do to a fish, right? <laughs> modifications. So true. I'm just waiting for the don't worry, be happy to come out of this from uh, Capital Games. But, you know, that little trout that gets up there. Well... You know what? There's actually not. I, well, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. So, um, what they've done is that they've uh, taken away the gaining of 35% turn meter whenever an exposed al- uh, exposed enemy takes damage. Um, yeah. So they've nerfed the whole. Phase three, one hundred percent. If you have C three and everything else that goes with it. Well, not according to what they're saying. Um, They've changed the basic ability. Basic ability final text will be that you deal physical damage to a target enemy, and it deals twenty percent more damage for each time the target has been struck by it. Mm. So it just ramps and ramps and ramps that. Actually, sounds pretty nice. They've added that boost of damage when it's been struck by it. They added a special called Hold the Line. Uh, starts at three turns. Um, uh, starts at a three-turn cooldown. All resistance allies are well. They changed Hold the Line. I should say all resistance allies recover five percent health protection. And Finn will taunt for two turns and dispel all debuffs from allies, including um, having that that ally that was taunting. That'll be pulled away um, if they were the one that was taunting. Kind of, you know, kind of like how Grievous taunts. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit like that, and that's what it sounds like to me, that, uh, you know, we're going to be seeing uh, a little bit of this, uh, perhaps, uh, coming into the game, and perhaps this is what we're looking at for the rework for Grievous as well, in uh, some of the things that these guys are doing to Finn. Uh, Could we be seeing the resistance and also the, uh, uh, I guess you could say, the droids uh, pretty much picking up this sort of stuff? Who knows? But... 
for mine, it looks like it's a well, it's a definite nerf towards the Sith raid. It, it certainly is a definite nerf towards the Sith raid, and we'll get into the the you know the grievous rework thoughts here in a moment. Um, so the other special is takedown. They've increased it uh, to seventy percent chance to expose for two turns and a 70% chance to stun for one turn. So they've increased the chance to expose, which gives you the ability to ramp up that damage with the ramping special. Mm. You know, um, I'm drawing a blank on the ship. What is that, the silencer that ramps up? Yes, correct. Um, so, you know, it, it's it, it's going to... Finn's going to be like Kylo's ship. Mm. Um, and then the leader ability, they've totally changed everything. The final text is, Resistance allies have 60% plus defense, offense, and potency, and other allies have half, that, have half that amount. Each time they damage an exposed enemy, all Resistance allies gain 3% turn meter. Hmm. And the target enemy loses 5% turn meter for each Resistance ally. So every time you expose or damage an exposed enemy... They're losing 25% if everybody's resistance, and if it's this C-3PO, oh my goodness one, then if they, if you hit four times, that's 100% turn meter. So mm. it still could work. It all depends on the expose. Mm. Um, and reduces resistance allies' cooldown by one. Mm. I'm not going to go into their whole commentary on changes or anything like that, except for the very final paragraph. We think that this should resolve the Finn-3PO interaction moving forward, and as our internal testing has shown that Finn matches or exceeds where he was prior to C-3PO's launch, we expect the community to push him even further. We have no intention of refunding the Zeta associated with him. Mm. We look forward to your feedback on this proposed change. Hmm. Well, my feedback to the proposed change of not refunding our Zeta, screw you. <laughs> I agree with you, Paul. I couldn't agree with you more on this. I mean, like, I think it's a terrible thing that these guys have done, especially with uh, with Finn. I mean, we actually finally had a team that was going that was doing quite well against Treyarch. Yeah, okay, sure, it might have been on a loop. But having said that, you know, there's not too many teams out there that can do extremely and excessive damage towards Treyarch. And... Why not let us have one uh, part of the Sith raid that we can absolutely destroy and annihilate in just one go? Why not? Well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this: as far as you know, what he was able to do—that infinite loop that he was creating—was also seen outside of the raid, and has caused me, you know, to have to time out on a uh, against a nest at one time. Mm. I, I took it into PvP just to see if I could take out a nest on in Territory Wars. No such luck. Yeah. <laughs> the infinite loop, it, it just... Nest just kept living and living and living and living uh, because I wasn't able to reduce her max health. Yeah. Now, with that being said, you know, I can understand. I'm fine. I'm fine that they're, that they're changing Finn... Because it looks like they're changing Finn for the better, and I understand to stop an infinite loop. An infinite loop is not fun. Mm. 
But the fact that they're not giving us the choice to re-Zeta. If we don't like how this Zeta goes, we are stuck with our Zeta if we already did it. That's that's where I say screw you. Yeah, and look, you know, for me, I mean, like it actually says here as well that, you know, the the kit changes, uh, actually in terms of their functionality, they've changed the amount of turn meter that he's accruing for the team, giving him some more regular team sustainment and a lot more damage output in PVE and raids. So that means that he's going to have this uh, new, I guess you could say, nerf uh, in Territory Wars and I guess you could say Grand Arena uh, and also Territory Battles. But what does that mean when it comes to the arena itself? Now, is this going to be impacting him in the arena? I would say yes. What do you think, Paul? He's definitely, the, the, what they said, I guess we will get into it a little bit here. The PvP experience changes. Um what, the, what they say, I'll, I'll, I'll read this part. These changes do not drastically alter the performance of the Finn-led resistance squad in PvP, but as changes do offer the team some additional utility and a slight improvement in their PvP presence. Mm. With ramping damage now present on Finn's basic ability, maybe that's where I'll be able to, you know, actually take care of a uh, Emphas Nest. Mm. Uh, the longer he can stay alive, the more turns he can take, the more potent he becomes. Funny that they use the word potent there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's yeah. that's telling me that's telling me that I need to mod remod Finn with potency straight away. Well, I, I've always had Finn with potency, my friend. Yeah. Uh, determination goes a long way in making this a reality, and it provides not only additional means of spreading damage around the uh, around the team by providing Finn with the ability to taunt. He, he he's doing it just like Poe. But it also grants him Retribution, which can give him a few free hits to ramp up damage with his basic ability. I'm not going to go any further on that, but... It's funny that you should mention Jesus that. Jesus Christ, Scotty. It's funny that you should mention that. I mean, like, about Poe, because now this makes Poe pretty much obsolete. Right, you know, I mean, it... it you pull Poe out of that resistance team and you slot in C-3PO. Mm-hmm. Hmm, absolutely. Ah, dear, oh dear. All right, mate. Well, look, let's move on to other news. And uh, look, the next thing that I wanted to discuss with you, mate, is, of course, B1 Battle Droid. And let's talk about the positive. Uh, we've covered the negative. Let's get into the positive. And B1 Battle Droid, I love this character, Paul. I think he's an outstanding character. I am enjoying playing with this character over and over again. I've been doing a fair bit of testing in the Galactic War. And uh, look, he's not. I don't look. I know that Arnold's proven that you can you can take down a Revan team with a uh, B1 battle droid, but I'm not ready for that yet in the arena uh, type thing. I'm actually just enjoying having fun in the Galactic War Zone with my uh, B1 battle droid. What about you, mate? They actually gave us a. Uh, they actually gave us a character that allows us to have fun. Mm. That's that's the good part of this. Um, no longer do we have to worry about, you know, to me, Galactic War, as you said, you've been playing it in Galactic War. Galactic War has become a chore, especially because I'm farming those bounty hunter missions um, so I can get the bounty hunter title. Yep. But time after time after time doing the same thing. Once I get through Boba, I might take a little bit of time and try B1 in the, in the arena 
in the in the Galactic War just for fun. I may take him into uh, dark side territory battles for fun to see what he's gonna do. I did earlier today um, do the entire uh, or as far as I could with a bunch of separatists. Yeah, uh, separatist droids, mind you. Mm. Um, but I earlier I I went in with a bunch of separatist droids. And I got to node seven, and I'm those guys aren't very powerful yet. We'll see what comes up here. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm really keen on this, and uh, I've managed to get to node seven as well uh, with my separatist droids, and I'm just having a lot of fun. But I noticed that uh, Capital Games actually released a little thing about uh, B1. They're saying that they actually knew about this, but they're saying that in Tier 4, uh, the strategy tip for the Roger Roger, this is for the marquee event, the strategy tip for the Roger Roger ability read, whenever another Separatist ally attacks an enemy with their basic ability, the B1s assist with reduced uh, with reduced damage. Now, they're saying that it should read, when Separatists uh, use an ability during their turn, B1 assists dealing 70% less damage. In other words, basically, they're aware that B1 is currently able to pick up protection from R2, and uh, B1, well, it should be pretty fragile. And uh, therefore, that means that uh, it should be getting knocked over pretty quickly, but it can get that protection from R2. So is there another nerf on the way, Paul? No, no. I mean, the the way that they built it, the, how, they, how they explained it in this uh, little update here, the way they explained it is no matter what happens because of that one hit point mm. you know even though the battle droid is getting protection it is only pretty much a uh, unless you're getting hit by like two hit point you know two damage of protection you're not really going to see this um but it's only a visual thing that you see the protection yeah because they've made it to where it just he drops he drops as many stacks as as the attacks he took um for this now you're 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 wondering about a nerf on this um uh, uh, simply what this was what they were saying is that they incorrectly told you what will happen in in tier four in the strategy tip they said a basic ability but what it should read is any ability so mm. you know people might have thought oh this b1's broken i'm getting i'm getting attacks when they do anything no b1's supposed to just have fun yeah. when, when anything happens it shoots yeah exactly and i love the fact that uh b1 is there and it's doing its thing it's a great it's a it's an outstanding droid i absolutely adore this droid and uh i think more power to capital games because uh you know this is a this is a great character release that they finally done and uh i'm absolutely loving it now paul i wanted to talk about the uh brand new galactic chase which of course has gone down and you know that was of course to get the emperor's shuttle now that just wrapped up just over the week uh uh, that's just gone past, mate. How'd you go with uh, getting the the new uh, Galactic Shuttle? I think I bested you, my friend. You did best me. <laughs> I have it at six stars, <laughs> with four of one hundred to uh, to go for seven. 
Wow. Well, mine's... Not, not four to go, but I'm at four of 100. Right. Well, mine's still in the 85 node, and uh, it's probably about halfway to uh, 85. But I only just wanted to get it up to, you know, to the point that, you know, the thing was unlocked. And, you know, and I'm really... And look, you know, it's not... A, it's an okay ship, but it's it's doing okay, I think, uh, when you pair it with uh, with Tarkin, I think. It's probably uh, definitely well worth uh, placing that ship with Tarkin. I'm getting some good results there in the... Uh, ship arena with that it's definitely not something that's going to take down the millennium falcon though uh but it does do its thing what have you found that with your testing paul you know i i i collected it yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it right now I, um being in the top 10 i'm having to use only the he heavy hitters i don't have room to experiment right now i probably will you know i we talk about uh, territory battle tips and tricks and things like that. I may open up ship combat just so I can test it um, for mm. everybody. L letting everybody test ships this territory battle if you know if we can get around to it. Yeah, which would be a good thing to do. But, mate, I also want to talk about the next thing, which is coming to the game as well, and that is, of course, uh, look, we're getting we're going to be seeing uh, a couple of reworks dropping in the next week or two, and uh, add to that as well, we're going to be seeing uh, this brand new droider car, which is going to be coming to the game as well. So they're all dropping in the next week or two, and also along with that, the new marquee pack as well, Paul. Uh, have you had a bit of a chance to look at, uh, you know, try and compare the pair with Grievous and also the uh, the Magna Trooper and a few others, mate? Have you had a chance to to do that right now so that you know what uh, what changes are going to come? Well, I haven't I haven't been able to do anything in the realm of co uh, comparison, but I think that maybe we should save that topic for our top ten. Mm. And uh, I think that we should throw it to a commercial right now. So stay tuned for more information on droids. Absolutely. And we'll be back with another incoming transmission. Yes, indeed we will. And uh, coming up in just a moment, I think that we're going to be uh, doing an incoming transmission with Xylo from Capital Games. Uh, sorry, from... <laughs> Takedown Games. Takedown Games. <laughs> you got a promotion, Xylo. <laughs> and uh, he's going to be joining us in just a tick right here at, uh, of course, the Escape Pod. Hi folks, it's Crazy Larry from Crazy Larry's Furniture Emporium. It's President's Day weekend in the US and do we have the deal for you. Buy one, get one at regular price sectionals. Buy one twin mattress set and get another conjoined twin mattress free. Our deals are as bad as our mods were until I went to Pimpo the Mod Father. I booked a time with him and he set up my mods to where I was skyrocketing in arena. Just like our prices at Crazy Larry's Furniture. Don't get left out in the cold and get a bad deal on your Territory Wars battles. Get more details by emailing Pimpo at PimpoModFather at gmail.com or contact him at discord all lowercase p-e-e-m-p-o number sign 9337 pimpo the mod father he's not crazy larry but he does do some great deals hey everyone it is the heartthrob of the outer rim your boy Urs, and you are listening to the escape pod cast with Paul Anthony and Scotty McLaren. Boys, I think I speak for all of us when I say you are hot. You are red hot. Receiving incoming transmission. Receiving incoming transmission. 
week on the incoming transmission, we have Zylo Takedown from Takedown Games. Welcome, Zylo, to the Escape Podcast. Hey, Paul, Scotty. Hey, thanks for having me on the Escape Podcast. I'm very excited to be oh, here. Oh, no, guys. he just said the Cardinal Sin, but we'll forgive you this time. We will. We'll forgive you this we time. will. We will. Man, like, you know, you yeah, know what you got to put the you got to put the cast in between the pod. Yeah, man. Otherwise, right, you get right. pina colada. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Zylo, um, you know, your, um, your channel, you, you've, you've been working on this. Give us a rundown of, of what got you started and uh, where, where you're going from here. Yeah, uh, definitely, Paul. Um, you know, I started off casually and, doing some raid films i love the raids in the game uh i would say it's my favorite feature of course and now i'm just pressing forward trying to put out as much content as i can and put myself out there into the community mm. man you've you've done a you've done a recent video uh that was pretty good actually man you actually got a lot of people uh actually commenting on this one uh where you were actually coming up with some different ideas for the territory wars and you thought about some new planets that they could look at for the territory wars can you take us through some of this man yeah, definitely. Um, I was in a Clash Creator film with uh, DB Official 125, the Game Changer program, uh, and uh, I was paired with Miss Passier, and he had mentioned some different features of territory battles and territory wars, so I, I thought to myself on making a video of it specifically, and I would like to see, you know, more uh, planets instead of just being on Jakku specifically, and then using those planets as, like, uh, buffs or anything like that for specific character classes or factions. Yeah, I think that'd be a good way to classify everything. Because like one of the things you mentioned, man, was like Coruscant for Imperial Troopers, clones for Camino, Geonosians uh, for Geonosis, and the list just goes on, man. Like you came up with some pretty cool little ideas, and I think that's a great idea. Yeah, thank you, Scotty. I mean, uh, I thought it was something quick, but at the same time, something they could easily implement and reskinning in the game, some easy coding to change, and it also benefits some of these lower tiered characters that we don't get to use so often like the geos and the actual characters themselves so mm, now being the obvious uh, shill for the whole you know star wars rebels um what tv series if you will um i unfortunately did not get to see this uh this video um because i i had been tied up but please tell me that you at least had lothal where the phoenix would get a boost but then again, you also get Thrawn and the Empire from there. They get a boost. See, that would be really interesting because it's a way to introduce uh, some Phoenix map or uh, layout in a sense, right? Some uh, some referencing for the show and and some back factions itself. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, we, we could get our, our hint of price would be great to bring into the game as well if we ever went in uh, in that direction. <laughs> yeah, man, I um, I would love to see Rook personally. I know you guys mm. love Rook too, so. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely my number one, and his, uh, you know, his number two. Yeah, man, I love yeah, Rook. I'm a, yeah, I'm a big bounty hunter fanboy, so 
the I would love to see Rook in the game for sure. Yeah, man, absolutely. But look, something else that you've been doing, man, like, because what I love about your stuff, Zylo, is that you do things a little bit differently. And one of the things that you did come up with uh, just recently was, of course, the uh, you, you do a lot of three versus three counters and you also uh, did a little bit with your ships as well. But you, you delved right into the droid rework and uh, also Darth something, who you think is going to come. Now, I know you've been taking note of uh, what I think is going to be coming next but uh what are your thoughts silo <laughs> yeah um well i'm i'm really stoked about uh darth malik uh, i would like darth malik to be darth something of course and the reason why is because it's kind of setting up a a, a track system to the next step of revan i feel like it's too soon for darth revan being that mm. we still haven't even gotten a full year of jedi revan uh obviously if you're a lore fan you're not the biggest fan of jedi knight revan but the character has had such a dramatic impact. I think that Darth Malak coming into the game before Darth Revan not only complements the lore, but it also adds more of an effect and more of a layer to it. And yeah, most people would say it's a paywall type of thing, but introducing Malak before we get Darth Revan, I think makes the most sense yeah. uh, from a player and a business standpoint. Woohoo! There we go, Paul. We got someone back in my theory. <laughs> you know, I, I I I actually do back your theory too, Scotty. You don't have to worry about me, you know, <laughs> totally brushing that to the side. I, I think that having Karth and HK and Juhani and uh, Bastille Fallen, I, I think that that is going to be what you need for Malik. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not you need. Jedi Knight Revan to get Darth Revan, it really would be the only feasible way mm. to make it happen. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, and that, and the, the fact, too, of following it, it just creates another layer of characters that will be required for Darth Revan down the road. So, Or even, you know, another layer for Revan Redeemed if they decide to do a Redeemed as well. Yeah, absolutely. Just dear God, Making use of that neutral tag? Yeah. Finally, right? Yeah, yeah. Who else do you think could go into that neutral tag, guys? Because Oh, Hondo. Yeah, Hondo. Hondo. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking Padme mm-hmm. could go in there as well. Or even Woody Harrelson, right? If you've yeah. seen the movie, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Beckett, Beckett's definitely uh Beckett's definitely neutral. So so would any of the rogue uh not Rogue One. Um, any of the solo Star Wars story characters could mm-hmm. certainly be mm. be in that neutral tag. But uh, would they? Who, who do you think? Who, who do you think Zyla would be moved to the neutral tag? Like they removed Bounty Hunter from HK. Mm. Mm. Removed. Mm. Like Wampa. Something neutral like that, Wampa. Mm, who else could I think of? Uh, Emphy's Nest, right? I mean, like she's, I mean, no. consider her a rebel, but she's on her own. Yeah, yeah. No, Emphy's Nest was was one of the first rebels, so she yeah. definitely deserves that light side rebel tag. I've got one yeah. for you both, man. I can help you out of this little trap, Zylo. I'm going to say Coruscant <laughs> Underworld Police, my friend. You can't get any more neutral than that. 
<laughs> They're the Ugnaughts. You need the army of Ugnaughts. <laughs> exactly. You can't get any more neutral than them. All the Gamorian guards, they're neutral now, and they get fed to the Rancor. But, uh, <laughs> look, something I wanted to throw at you, uh, Zylo, man, because, you know, look, I reckon that you've probably got one of the greatest Discord channels uh, out of all the game changes, man, and i got to congratulate you on this. Cause I've Amen. Been, yeah, I've been doing a fair bit of uh, research on this, and, look, your counters spreadsheet, man, is just super unreal, telling people how to take down Treyarch, how to take down Palpatine, how to take down the Night Sisters, man. Man, you've really put in a fair bit of work into this, man, and I congratulate you on this. Yeah, man, thank you. And uh, I mean, it's just something I worked on piece by piece, and then a couple of my uh, fellow community members and some good friends that I've met throughout the uh, last couple months going on year now. Uh, a lot of people have been uh, big supporters of mine. I, I wish I could give a couple shout-outs. The list would go on forever. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I've met so many people in the last year alone being in Mighty Chlorians, and uh, I've really been trying to take it all in one step at a time and trying to get to know my fellow community members, content creators, and that was why I was really excited to get on here with you guys and <laughs> chat it up with you guys too. <laughs> uh, we're just starting out on our own, man. It's, it's, this, is, <laughs> this isn't for fame or money. This honestly is just for the love of the game and two, yeah. two former, you know, not nah, well, I'm the former radio jock. But, uh, you know, Scotty's a current radio jock that we just thought, hey, we'd like to talk at a microphone. Why not do it for fun with our hobby? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I love I love the game and you know, I love the community. And yeah, every day is it's it's another interaction and it's a different day for sure. What do you think of ships, man? Do you do you like the ships silo or not? Oh, yeah, I love ships top to bottom. I, I've been stretching my roster out for ships. I haven't been clearly uh, gearing specific characters just for ships other than like the Geos or a select few uh, of the Phoenix members. But all in all, I, I love ships. People people neglect ships all the time. I, mm-hmm. I, I love the Silencer. Uh, the Silencer is definitely my favorite ship overall, even after the Falcons introduction and uh, I've, I've even had a, a counter film. I, I've made a team up out of scratch real quick with crew and uh, the hound's tooth, and you can pick a select third from a couple of my different options. Uh, I, I love ships. Not a lot of people really take care of that game mode, and I think it's going to get even more intense this year. Oh, look, I agree with you. And, in fact, I actually tell people all the time that, you know, you shouldn't really – I wouldn't really be bothering with the arena meta right now. I mean, it's just full of, uh, you know, <laughs> Jedi Knight Revan. Sure, the ship arena is full of uh, Millennium Falcons, but that's the fun. You know, you get to work out how you can take that ship down. And, uh, you know, look, I've found a couple of uh, counters to it as well. And, you know, Cad Bane's ship is, of course, one of those. But, you know, I think people need to start investing in the ship arena just for the simple fact that, look, you know, you can farm Zetas. And Zetas are like gold in this game. And that's where I put all my emphasis. Yeah, definitely. And then, uh, you know, now now the fact that the Falcon comes around and even if you didn't get it at seven stars, right, it's still a great ship. But let's say they introduce a raid this year. You won't be able to get to use your Millennium Falcon, for example. Mm, exactly. Exactly. And then never, and you never know, there could be a Death Star raid around the corner. That would be awesome. I mean, the community is, of course, screaming out for that. And that would be unreal. I would love to see that. But look, Xylo, man, look, you know, you, you've got a lot of followers on your Discord server, man. And not only that, you've got a lot of people that follow you on YouTube too, bro. And, you know, look, man, we, we really appreciate the fact that you've taken the time to uh, have a chat to us here on the, the Escape Pod 
cast. And uh, thanks, mate. And uh, look, you know, we'll have to share some pina coladas with you on the beach. Hey, yeah, Scotty, anytime, man. I, I love hanging out with you guys and, again, love what you guys got going on here and I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Oh. Uh, just keep staying tuned to our channel or to uh, to to basically the Discord channel. Uh, we're going to go ahead and put a link down in our on our Discord channel to Takedown Games. Also, once we get this up on the web, we'll be throwing your link out there as well. Mm. Scotty, let's take it to the news. Live from Tatooine, this is the Tuscan News Network. Let's go live with breaking news with Arlen Donna. This is Arlen Donna reporting live from Tatooine where the search for Chief Nebit and the Mod Salvage pieces has now intensified. A short time ago, Chief Nebit himself issued a statement about being accused of this crime. His followers sent the footage you are about to hear direct to the Tuscan News Network. Now I must warn viewers, the following footage may be disturbing. <laughs> That was exclusive footage sent to the Tuscan News Network from Chief Nebit. Regardless of Nebit's pleas of innocence, the Coruscant Underworld Police, Canto Bite Police, Mandalorians, and even a number of bounty hunters have now been called to Tatooine to assist Veral Carell's unit and Constable Zuvio's men find Chief Nebit. So far, their searches have come up empty. At this stage, the Imperial forces have not been deployed. The search for Chief Nebit has meant that civilization has come to a standstill, as all the droids on this planet have had their mod salvage pieces removed and a number of trade routes have been closed down. Jabba the Hutt says he is upset with the police operation and hopes it can be sorted out soon. We now come back to <laughs> we will provide you more breaking news as it happens. This is Arlen Donna for the Tuscan News Network. Live from Tatooine, this is the Tuscan News Network. This is Cubs Van Han, and you're listening to The Escape Podcast. The Escape Podcast. Top 10. Yes, indeed. It is time to kick off our top 10 for today. And uh, I think that uh, we're going to be doing uh, a little bit here about uh, the droids. We're going to count down the top 10 droids in the game because everyone's getting a little bit excited, Paul, especially when it comes to the whole droid uh, reworks that we're going to be seeing for Grievous and the like. Now, the I guess you could say the, the thing that we really wanted to do in this top 10 was to uh, actually do the top 10 that was based on the characters that we currently have in the game. Game. And uh, well, Paul, I think that we might get you to lead it off, mate. What's in it? Your what's your top ten look like? Yeah, you know what? Let's actually do this flip flop uh, all the way all the way through. My number ten is the Imperial probe droid. The reason for this is that it's too much of an uh, only being a utility player, but the payoff when you use him. Is vastly great, hmm. but you know he falls into the quite literal one-trick pony. He does his trick, he's gone. One trick, yeah. Bye. That's right. And th- look, the reason I don't have the Imperial Probe Droid in my top ten is because he costs me banners in the uh, <laughs> in the Territory Wars and Grand Arena because he blows up. He's not a surviving unit. 
But he's great in, in territory battles. He is, yes. But of course, you're the territory war guy. I'm the territory battle guy. We, you know, we see it from two different angles. <laughs> All right. Well, look, uh, I'll go with my number 10. And uh, coming in at number 10 for me, look, uh, I've just got a personal place for this one. I love this droid. I loved him in the movie. And I love him in the game as well because he's a taunting tank. I'm talking about K2SO. Uh, he's my favorite character in the game when it comes to, well, just about, well, He's my favourite droid of all time, to be quite honest. And I've got him in at number 10, Paul. All righty. All right. What, why is... Uh, why so low? Why so low? Because, well, you wait until you see what I've got in my top nine. But, uh, yeah, but he's... All right. But, yeah, for me, K2SO is one of my favourite characters. And, look, he does get wiped out pretty quickly in my roster because, <laughs> let's face it, I haven't geared him up enough. But having said that, you know, I do enjoy the character. I enjoy playing with him. And uh, when I do the territory battles with uh, where we're forced to use the Rogue One teams, uh, I really do enjoy using him. All right. All right. Well, my, my number nine is IG-88. He's my only Gear 12 regret as far as character goes. As Bounty Hunter, he's fine. But as a character, he's my only G-12 regret. Uh, re no regrets. <laughs> um, not even a letter. <laughs> but still, he's a Bounty Hunter that has use, and his, but his leadership uh, ability and his contracts suffer from there being much more stellar payouts available mm. Um, like Boba, like Bosk, like Aura, if you could get that one going, mm. uh, Django, you know, those, those four are the top four bounty hunter contracts in my mind. Unfortunately, there's not 10. So, well, there are, t no, there's no 10 leader contracts, so we can't do a top 10 of that. <laughs> no, this is true. Uh, what you got at nine? Uh, look, I've got, uh, coming in at number nine after his rework, I've got the B2 battle droid and, uh, look, I'm enjoying playing with him, but I don't think that the jigsaw puzzle is finished for him yet. So that's why I've got him down so low. I did enjoy playing with him, uh, even though... He was, of course, not so OP, uh, but, you know, just the fact that he just continues to hit and hit and hit over again, over and over again, I love that. And uh, I don't think that the jigsaw puzzle's finished for him just yet, Paul. I, I, as much as that jigsaw puzzle isn't finished, again, why so low? But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. My number eight, and you know that I'm a Phoenix guy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only... The only light side characters that I truly enjoy are Phoenix Squadron. But I have Chopper at number eight. While he's a great tank and he's great in Phoenix, he's the only Phoenix member without a Zeta. If he had a Zeta, that could possibly put him in the top three. Maybe have his special um, also go against Empire. That would, that would certainly change things instead of... Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, I, I wrote down that uh, the special going against the Empire would be a great addition to his special. For that to be his Zeta, it doesn't have to be as unique like some of the other Phoenix, but he's a great tank, and he, he dispels buffs to allow me to get through, um, get through the taunt on Scion in Phase 2 of the Sith Raid, mm. but... Nothing too special after that. Look, I, I like 
Chopper, uh, and we'll get to him from my end uh, shortly, actually, because uh, there's a bit of a teaser and a bit of a spoiler. Uh, look, I do like Chopper, but uh, in at number eight, I've got uh, T1M4. And uh, look, I really enjoy this droid as well, uh, you know, just for the simple fact that I don't think that the puzzle is finished for this droid just yet either. Uh, look, this this one was one of the new ones that we've just got, and I enjoy playing with it. Uh, it heals up the other droids, and not only that, just that just that steam to the face. Everyone loves a bit of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you you do get you get the smoke screen from R two, and then you get the steam from. Uh, it, they're just making making lots of clouds. It's it's like you walk into a vaping convention, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, number seven. <laughs> number seven. That's where I have K two S O. It's protection for for the chase. Mm. But that's it. He's not good enough to stand on his own. But he is the best. Road, uh, Rogue One audition after Jin leadership and Chase. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more on that one, Paul. It's a, it's a great character, K2SO, but uh, yeah, look, for me, I've got, at number seven, I've actually got L337. Now, if it can, can if it can continue to taunt and this droid look i hate the droid in the hot in the han solo movie it's one of my most despised droids but in this game this droid is one of the great droids going around and i think that if grievous gets this rework that everyone's talking about which is based off health if you've got the taunting tank of l337 i think that that jigsaw puzzle is really going to start coming together for this particular droid paul well i I don't have L3 on my list at all, and but I'm the entire opposite. I think her character was great. I think you're <laughs> you're off base on that, but I don't think that she is that good to be in a top ten list of droids. Mm. Number six, I, and I think this is where everything changes. I, I don't know where you have your B1. My B1 is sitting at number six. For now, I hope that's where, uh, you know, that's where it's landing on my list. Because, as we've said before, it is an army at your command. The Zeta doubles his health. He doubles the strength of other people. I mean, it's, it's mind-blowing what this can do. Now, um, we, we know that the Droidica's coming, right? Yeah. So... What what we've got right now, B1 is, I'm going to go slightly off topic on this, B1 is at the regular marquee prices. I've kind of turned around on last week's news. I like the fact that we're getting the, the shard mega pack because today I just, I just pulled two, shard, uh, two packs just for the heck of it. I got two fives. The minimum you can do for paying double the money for a Droidica is 15. So I'm fine with the packs, but that 9.99 and get get 10 more crystals for just one penny, that sucks. Yeah. Anyway, back to the top 10. <laughs> All right. Well, look, for me, you had him uh, way back in your list, actually, Paul, but I've got him at uh, number six. Uh, and that is, of course, the Bounty Hunter IG-88. Now, why is he up so high on my list? I'll explain. Because IG-88's ship is a pretty 
decent ship. You team it up with the Hound's Tooth and other uh, another bounty hunter ships as well, including the Cad Bane ship. IG-88 ship is really good, and I don't mind it. And in fact, it also helps you get the Millennium Falcon as well. And uh, for me, it was the final ship left standing to get the Millennium Falcon, the Seven Stars. So for that reason, and that reason alone, IG-88 is in at number six. But here's another reason. I've got him all the way up at number six because he actually makes, <laughs> you're going to love this, he actually makes uh, the beautiful bald man that, uh, of course, Urzatron likes to call him, and uh, <laughs> he makes him actually viable uh, as a leader, and that's why I like IG-88 back at, uh, in at number six, man, and uh, I think that IG-88's a good character in that specific team. If you've got uh, the big, beautiful, bald man who's currently leading your charge with all that extra speed and everything that you need, uh, look, he's a great character for that. That's why I've got him in at number six. Well, we'll we'll talk more Lobot once Urza can actually get on here, but you know, it, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Um, number five for me is HK forty seven. Ooh, because of his revive. Yeah. Um, and also he can take down Jedi. So even though he's not going to fit into a separatist droid situation. I think he's going to do wonderful um, just at, with a droid team as is against Jedi Revan, especially if Grievous, you know, he, he might be the plug and play for your Grievous team if Grievous can take down Revan. Look, I think maybe, but at this point in time, look, we all kind of know that uh, the meat bag tie-in that we got from CG Carry uh, with the uh, road ahead, that pretty much hints at the fact that HK47 is getting a rework. So he's not even on my list. Uh, you know, look, he's a great leader and everything, but he's not even on my list uh, just due to the fact that I just don't think that he's ready yet. We're, we're, we're missing that, uh, that final piece of his puzzle to make him a top 10 droid that's currently in this game, Paul, for mine. He's definitely a top ten. I, I, I think you're daft for omitting him. <laughs> All right. Well, in at number five for me, I've actually got uh, our Rogue One favorite character in Chopper. Now, the reason why I've got uh, Chopper so high is simply because of this. Look, for starting out players, if you're a uh, you know if you're a starting out player or perhaps even a mid game player, and you haven't unlocked Grand Admiral Thrawn yet. Chopper is the most important character that you can have on your team because he helps you get he helps you get Grand Admiral Thrawn. Not only does Chopper also help you get Grand Admiral Thrawn, but he's also a great little taunting tank character to throw into the territory wars, Paul. Well, uh, you, you you meant Phoenix. Phoenix, yes, I did. One. Yes, but I, I you know because because I could just see when we post this on YouTube. Scotty, you're an idiot. <laughs> you know, people make mistakes. Shut up. Go back to your go. Go back to eating your Cheetos and listen to the rest of this podcast. All right, we'll entertain. Yeah, absolutely. Look, anyway, I'm sorry, guys. I've been out with fires all week in Australia, so I've got to say a big shout out. Actually, while yeah. I'm in this, uh, to our rural fire service man for keeping our houses safe. So good on you guys. Every, every uh, our thoughts and prayers are with everybody in um, in the Tamworth area of Australia. Thanks, man. If you need anything and we can make it happen, we will. 
reach out. Cheers, brother. Uh, same with uh, our friends over in Chicago as well after the terrible shooting that, uh, of course, we woke up to here in Australia uh, that we heard the news about. So same thoughts to you guys. But, uh, look, let's get back to the game in, in number four. Yeah, let's get back to the game. In at num- number four for me is the B2 Battle Droid, the original ah. plug-and-play, not just droid, but character. And the rework makes him even better. They've already shown, Cubs has already shown on his channel that he can, you know, he can mow down, I think it was Cubs anyway, that he can mow down a uh, a Revan with a B2. Arnold did that. I'm, yeah. uh, Arnold did that. I'm loving the fact that the reworks are creating the more of a paper, rock, scissors situation. Mm. Mm. I agree. I love the B2 battle droid, but I just don't think that these puzzles are quite there yet. But look, for pure fun, uh, I've actually got the reverse of this for you, Paul. I've got the B1 battle droid coming in at number four, the brand new shiny marquee character. (laughs) I've got the reverse of this just because he's a lot of fun and I enjoy playing with him. He's just so much fun. The Roger Roger, everything like that. I'm sitting there, mate, as I'm playing this game, I am loving it. And I'm sitting there going, you know, Roger Roger. And I'm loving the fact as well that if I could get the B1 battle droid to to have some synergy uh, right now with General Grievous, I would love to have those B1 battle droids that absolutely annoy the hell out of Grievous and get their heads cut off. That's even better. So I am loving the fact that he does that. But, you know, pairing him up with Count Dooku is just as fun. So loving the B1 battle droid right now, and that's why it's in at number four for me. So, so you're thinking maybe one of Grievous's rework abilities, you know, remove two stacks of <laughs> of uh, endless ranks or whatever it is, um, gain gain max health or something like oh, that. Oh, that would be so much fun if it did, because the B1 battle droid, that's what they do. They annoy the hell out of Grievous. That's what they do. And, you know, they, they're they never any good when it comes to piloting the ships, as we know, and Grievous always gets very angry about them, and he always throws them in front of a bus, I guess you could say, in front of the Jedi as he uh, actually escapes. So I love the B1 battle droid. I think it's just so much fun. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number three for me is R2-D2. He has excellent usage, especially in the raids, but his cooldowns prevent it from having having it in the top two for me. Um, if I could use... If I could use that fire just a little bit more, he might be fighting for the top spot. But honestly, the, the cooldowns is what kills it for me. R2-D2 is so integral for all sorts of all sorts of teams and things like that but it's his cooldowns that that kill it for me okay well we'll discuss this more in depth uh i'm sure shortly because in number three for me i've got the great bb8 uh this this droid is a fantastic droid it pairs so well with uh ray jedi training and uh definitely a droid that everyone needs to have when you get uh, illuminate of destiny going off it is like one of the greatest things to happen. And uh, the fact that you can, if you pair this droid, if you pair BB-8 with uh, Ezra, you get all those bonus attacks all the time. It's definitely well worth having a look at. And I love this droid for that reason. And that's why it comes in at number three for me. Well, um, we'll get to my reasons uh, shortly. But number two 
kind of spoiled it just there. <laughs> but my number two is C-3PO. He's quickly catching up to BB-8 in team com- in, in a number of team comps that he can totally go in. Mm. But, you know, we do have that nerf coming in, but that's not on C-3PO. No, it's so, not. His his crazy you know his oh my goodness is still gonna work as it is. I'm glad they didn't nerf the the legendary character that it, after that Ewok event. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> if they would have nerfed C3PO, there would have been a thrown phone. I, I agree with you. Uh, and look, that's why I've got C3PO in at number two as well. Uh, look, I, I've enjoyed playing with this character, but not only that, but you know, look, when I was a kid growing up, 3PO was one of my favorite characters, uh, you know, in in all forms of Star Wars lore. I love that beautiful gold shiny droid, and I just want to pat it on the head, and that's why he's in at number two for me. But number one, uh, obviously, I think it's pretty fair to say that we both know what uh, our number ones are now, because uh, for me, I've got R2-D2 at number one. Look, I think that R2 is possibly one of it's now he's now starting to become a bit of an underrated droid, but do you know how many times R2 has saved me in a uh, territory war win when he gets that fire off and he gets the stun going as well and uh, you know the combat analysis and all that you know when you get all the zetas happening for him uh, you know cleansing all those debuffs and everything mate he is just a superstar and R2D2 love him to bits and uh, if I could uh, you know just want to send out a little bit of respect actually to Kenny Baker may you rest in peace you beautiful man <laughs> well that that's that's the thing you you mentioned you mentioned how many times it saved you in territory war with the fire mm. i wish just one one less on cooldown on that fire and it would make it perfect yeah but for that reason bb8 is my is my number one because you can use him in so many different teams to get so many different results in the finn team in tank raid it, I mean, he's a huge raid superstar. Plus, once you get uh, Illuminated Destiny off, the first one to get Illuminated Destiny off in a mirror match, JTR versus JTR, that team is winning. Mm. I, that is why BB-8 is so is so powerful to go up to my number one. Well, I think he's a great droid. Uh, don't get me wrong. I just think that he's limited on the amount of uh, teams that you can throw him in on. Uh, you know, for for mine, like J- uh, Jedi Training Ray is one of the great teams that you can have him with. But you know, is he is he really a number one character? I mean, R two D two is a plug and play character. You can put him anywhere. Same with C three PO. But he's reliant on other. He's reliant on other droids being there. Hmm. That BB eight can stand on his own. Hmm. He can absolutely stand on his own. Now. A little surprise that I want to give to you here. I, I didn't put this in the rundown. Um, so in our in our uh, in our guild, you know Shinbi. Yes, I do. Um, I I threw my list at Shinbi just to bounce it off the wall, and he sent me over his top ten. And I and I want to share this with one with you. Okay. Our resident droid nut. Go for um, it. I'd love to see. He it. actually uh, honorable. Honorable mention is B1. He didn't even put B1 anywhere in this top 10. Wow. B2, because B2's making a comeback. He just sent me little blurbs, so I'm just going to read. I'm not going to expound on what he says. Um, 
Number nine, K2SO, because this protection game gets annoying with his Zeta. Mm. Number eight, IPD, and then he just put a little explosive emoji. <laughs> Number seven, IG88 doubles as a bounty hunter and coupled with target locking droids makes IG8 really underrated. Plus his ship, just hard to modify him right. Number six is HK47, underrated leadership ability. All caps. A well-modded high-speed and high-crit HK does wonders. Uh, number five is L3. Do you see what she does for a scoundrel team? Yes. Number four is T3M4. It makes a droid team hum, healing ability, and it can spam target lock. Well, not only that, but you've also now, got the steam to the says, face. The steam to the face! <laughs> now... Number two and number three, he said it, he, he could flip-flop on this any day of the week. And this is what makes it really interesting. Number two, or number three is R2-D2, and number two is BB-8. They're plug-and-play. But he rates C-3PO as the number one, because even for someone that doesn't have him, they will understand his viability and how much he has changed the Sith raid, the HAAT raid, and all sorts of different raids. Not cheese, you know, not Finn cheese included, but C-3PO is definitely a droid that they will, other teams that come out later will still include him. He's going to be the next plug-and-play. Ooh, that's it. So that's Shin. That's Shinbi's list. Well, look, Shinbi, great, great list, man. Uh, look, I, I agree with you about C-3PO. I mean, like I tossed up. To be fair, my top three, I kind of tossed them up uh, around, and you know, and things like that. But yeah, three PO. Yeah, he's a he's a great character. Uh, absolutely sensational character. Um, you know, he's in at number two for me, but yeah, great list there, Shinbi. I absolutely love it. But look, you know, we've got to get to, uh, we've got to get to our next thing that we're going to be doing, uh, Paul, and that is, of course, Bef before before we do that, though. Yeah, sure. Before we do that, I just want to say, if you guys want to see a top ten, and you have your own top ten, mm. drop in on our Discord server. The link, if you're listening to this on YouTube, the link's down below. If um, if not, look for us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, you know, we would love to take your top 10 and give our take on it, and we'll even give you credit. Absolutely. I, I just want to open that up to the listeners because that's we do this for you guys because we love to do this. Exactly right, Paul. Anyway, go ahead, nah, man. Sorry to interrupt. No, 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 no. I'm glad you did that because, you know, I'd love to see someone give us a top 10 for next week, perhaps, and we'll comment on that for next week. That might be a good idea. I think that's a great idea. I uh, didn't know where you were going with that, but anyway, we'll uh, we'll just move on. <laughs> hey, look, coming up in a moment, we're going to get into the Ag Report. Stick around. Indeed it does. And uh, look, this is, of course, the Escape Pod cast. You're with uh, Scotty McLaren and also Paul Anthony. I think it might be time to get into the uh, Ag Report. Ladies, look at your mods. Look at mine. Back to your mods. Now back at mine. Unfortunately, yours aren't mine, but they could be if you stopped wishing your mods were better and made an appointment with Pimpo the Modfather. Look at your arena rank. Back to me. Back at your arena rank. You are at the top of your shard. Look again. You're swimming in a pool of crystals ready to wail out on the next meta. Just contact Pimpo at PimpoModfather at gmail.com or on Discord at P-E-E-M-P-O 
Number nine, three, three, seven. Today, look at your mods again. Anything is possible when you have Pimpo overhaul your mods. Back to me. I'm on a tauntaun. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. The Escape Pod cast with Scotty McLaren and Paul Anthony. Yeehaw! The Escape Podcast and report. Indeed, it's time to do the Ag Report right now. This is, of course, who we are farming at this point in time. And, uh, Paul, I think we might just go straight to you, my friend. Uh, who are you farming at the moment? Well, right now, let's uh, let's go ahead and let the uh, studio audience know that if you guys have any questions for us, this is your chance. Uh, the Zed, who uh, the Ace can't make it today, but the Zed is definitely in the uh, chat make it, uh, taking care of things. Zed will go ahead and send us any questions uh, that you have coming up in the next part. We'll gladly take those questions right now. For me, um, what I'm currently farming is since I've just finished Candorous and the B2 Battle Droid this week, I'm jumping back to some neglected characters. I started working on uh, Captain Han Solo, but I then realized... Dark Side Territory Battle is coming up. The Imperial Super Commando, I don't even have him at 6. So I'm going to try to get him there before 6-star day. Wow. Uh, as, far as, um, as far as regular energy, I'm still working on that Sith Bomber because for some reason I'm feeling Sith ships are going to be needed coming up much sooner rather than later. I think possibly even sooner than what we'll need best, uh uh, fallen Bastila 4 but that's who I'm rocking on the other side almost have her to 6 stars for ship I'm going all out for Emphis Nest because you know some of our guildmates already have Sith Fighter at 7 star already so I'm going to play catch up to get Emphis Nest since the Galactic Chase is now over now Paul before you continue uh, look, I've also got a little bit of a uh, thing here to throw at you, man, from uh, our guild leader, of course, in Yavin 4, and that is, of course, Mega. Uh, Mega Krypton, man. Uh, what a champion this bloke is. And he actually says to me, how much Galactic war, uh, galactic uh, currency have you got currently at the moment, Paul? Uh, the Galactic War currency? Yeah. Oh, got to find the phone. There it is. I will. I will find that out. Okay, because um, Mega's asking me and saying to me, "Have you got over forty thousand? Did we hear that right last week? That you were saying that you had over forty thousand of forty thousand of the green stuff? I yeah. believe so." Um, okay, so from our guild leader, <laughs> he... I, I I have I have more than forty thousand. Our guild leader's actually said to me to tell you that uh, it's time to start using it, man, and gearing up your characters. They want to see it. So get cracking. <laughs> but I do. I, I, I'm not running out of shard shop currency at all, so get off my ass. <laughs> but no, I have 
thousand green monies for the uh, galactic war <laughs> fantastic all right well i'll give you my farming report right now uh i'm also chasing that uh that b28 extinction extinction class bomber as well i'm currently at 33 out of 100 for that ship at the moment in the light side battles uh i'm farming gear in the dark side battles at the moment for just getting my character refreshes in and my tickets in that's that's what i'm using there uh, chasing the purple ability mats in the cantina uh, so, because I know I've got a Zeta coming uh, in the next day or two, so I'll need some more of those because uh, I've just used them all on the B1 battle droid. In uh, meantime, with the fleet battles currently, I'm uh, working on that Sith fighter. I've got it at 11 out of 100, and I'm using refreshes uh, on Anakin's ship too. Uh, that's at 17 out of 65. So I've only just started the farm on that one, and uh, it's going quite well. So that's what I'm farming at this point point in time uh within the game and if you want to know what my galactic uh currency is too paul i'm currently only sitting at around yeah. about i'm only sitting I at def i definitely want to know i'm only at 400 man because i use it all for the shard store <laughs> i currently have ten thousand sitting in the shard or is it ten no i have one thousand sitting in the shard store <laughs> or something like that i don't need to go let me see let me see here <laughs> oh, uh, no, i was right i was right i'm sitting on ten thousand of the shard store and i buy what's needed for the for the stuff that i'm focusing on so right. i'm not hurting for shard store so i'm not going to be doing any any you know capital games money gem laundering <laughs> Oh, love it. All right, it's time to get to the bridge, and uh, let's do this right now. The escape pod past the bridge. Yeah, now this is where we start taking all your questions, guys, and uh, I think that we might have a, a few that have, of course, uh, come in via our uh, Discord channel, uh, this, this, well, I guess you could say for wherever you are in the world. A big thank you to everyone for joining us as well. I want to say a big thank you to Darth Nihilus, who's here with us tonight. Uh, it's great to have you here with us, my friend, and uh, also uh, Divine Phoenix from Korriban. Great to see you. Savage Diva from the Sith Strike team. Great to have you here as well uh two packer uh tyron uh great to have you all here popeye uh danku uh thanks guys thanks guys for uh for being a part of this uh it's fantastic to have you all right now let's get into question time paul shall we and uh what's uh what's leading the charge today well zed sends over a uh question from xylo um, he just had to get another one in. Um, he's a big fan of the mods and was curious on farming and slicing. What strategy do we like to use? Um, I, I'm a one character at a time guy, to be honest with you. I, I will, once I have them at gear, at gear 12, I want to send them all up to all gold mods. Uh, but sometimes I run out, so I... I forget about mods for a little bit, but I always, I will always buy in the shard store. I spend it. See, <laughs> I always buy in the shard store the um, the gold mod, the gold uh, mod salvage piece uh, upgrade piece. I will always buy that whenever I see it in the guild event store. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm actually almost broke. I, I'm 100% broke on the yellow guild currency guild event currency and the regular guild, guild currency um 
I saved that a little bit. I'm currently sitting at maybe 3,000, so I'm not hoarding it like I do those green gems. <laughs> but, you know, I, I will always buy the slicing pieces. That's the word I was looking for. I always buy the slicing pieces. So when I go nuts, I don't hit a wall. And then when I do start slicing up the mods, if I need to slice any more, if I don't already have them on there, I'm going to want to take them from the beginning to the end, then move on to the next one, beginning to end. Don't shift focus, otherwise you lose where that focus is. I agree with you 150%, uh, Paul. Uh, look, you know, for me... I do lose focus and I see, you know, and I'm like, you know, oh, I need to get that up and I need to get that up. Realistically, that is that is the right strategy to do. But uh, so I do fall into the trap with mods and uh, slicing. Uh, that That's what I do do. I tend to just go all over the shop to try and, uh, you know, get my Territory Wars uh, characters up uh, that I'm always farming and always working on, uh, especially the good ones. But yeah, I'm always going after the mod slicing pieces, uh, no matter where I go. And I know that Xylo is a huge fan of the mods, actually. And he's got a How to Mod series, too, Paul, uh, which is sensational. So definitely go and check that out. I'm, I'm telling that uh, to everyone. I think that would be great. What's the Yeah, not just on his channel, but also um, on Discord, on his on the YouTube videos that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's unreal. So he's he's one of the great uh, great people actually that uh, I, I highly recommend. And it's not just because he's on this show, uh, and it's not just because he's uh, you know listening to us right now. He's he's one of the great guys, and I think that uh, you know there's a lot there that a lot of us can learn from Zylo. So go and check him out. He's definitely worth someone to uh, to have a look at. Yeah, we, we uh, talked about if we didn't have too many questions that we would uh, we'd talk about some territory battles and territory wars. But with the fact that we're facing one of our old friends, uh, let's go ahead and skip that for right now. <laughs> Plus, we are going a little bit over time. We are, but I've, we've, got a, um, we've got a question here from Shinbi. Uh, where are we at with... Oh, we got another one. Okay. Yeah, where are we at with uh, General Grievous uh, at this point in time? Look, mine's only a gear nine at the moment. I'm waiting to see what uh, what happens with him next. Uh, so I've got him at gear nine. He's ready to go. Well, he's about halfway through gear nine. So I'm, I'm been working a lot on my droid teams lately and, uh, he is at seven stars, uh, at this point in time, but he's going, he's going good. Um, so I'm, I'm waiting for what the next thing is that's going to come for this rework. Is he going to be meta defining? Well, if you listen to Arnold, uh, I think that he is. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see whether or not if Cubs fan Han's right as well with what he's been saying about uh, that it will be a very short-lived uh, arena meta for General Grievous. So that's the other thing I'm also waiting to see as well. But I kind of hope that it's not. I kind of hope that look, a lot of people have wanted this Grievous rework and I want to see it actually you know, come to fruition. So I'm really, really happy with, uh, with where my Grievous is at and my droid team actually. So I actually got uh, B1 Battle Droid all the way up to gear nine now the reason why i've taken it up to uh, gear nine as well is uh for the simple fact that i want that extra it doesn't really have the crit damage chance but i want i've got i've got a feeling that if you get it if it's a gear 12 character then you might just get a little bit more damage out of it what do you think uh paul oh you're very much uh, going to get that uh, especially if you've invested the ability uh ability materials now Shinbi, you're going to be proud of me. 
back when Grievous originally landed in the shard store, that's all I did. Yeah. That is absolutely all I did, and that's why I have Grievous at seven star. I have had Grievous at seven star, what, four months after he came out? I think that's how long the, the, the farm took. Hmm. And... And I, you know, honestly, I just got him to 11 today. I think you and I were talking, Shinbi, yesterday about um, about those thermal detonator pieces. Oh, yeah. Before today, I had 143. <sighs> so I wish that I could give them to you. Oh, man. I tell you, I've only got mine at uh, gear nine, so I might be doing some requesting shortly, I think, guys, for some of that, because, yeah, um, yeah, I know Shinbi, it sucks. I'd like to have him a bit higher, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll, uh, I'll get him up higher. I- I'll get him a little bit higher, which will be good. Uh, we've got another question here from Deadpool Kyle. Uh, he's saying that, uh, you know, may as well, what do you think? Uh, should we take advantage of the $10 packs before they get the price hike? What do you think uh, of that one, Paul? Uh, I think, yes. Uh, for the B1 battle droid. Oh, I, I certainly did. But remember, buy one, buy one 1340 pack, get 10 crystals for just one penny. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Darth Nihilus, man. He's asking us, what's our ally points at? <laughs> oh, no. I'm at 202,000. What are you at? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Where, where's that Sh- uh, store? 393.5 thousand. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. It's a race to get to a million, Darth Nihilus. It's a race to get to a million. <laughs> um, if anyone's got a million ally points, I want to see a screenshot of it. Please send it through. I think that'd be hilarious. Any Zetas saved for the rework? I have one Zeta currently. Uh, I've got I've got twenty. I'm technically sitting at thirty one right now. I'm going to purchase again today. I have enough, including this territory war, that I will end up with forty in about three days. Wow. Okay. I've actually uh, I'm only at nineteen out of twenty Zetas at the moment, uh, and. Like I say, no, I haven't stashed any, uh, but, you know, I've got one that's just about ready to go. So uh, I'm tossing it up. I, I mean, I want to say to be one battle droid straight away because he's just so much fun. But I'll have to have a chat with our guild and find out what uh, character they think that I should be Zadering next. So anyone that's in Yavin, let us know what you think I should be Zadering next because that's uh, something that I will do for the guild because it's something that I do, especially for territory wars and uh, territory battles and things like that. I'm t- and I'm talking to the Territory Battle Specialist as we speak as well. Rose! No, yeah. I'm not doing Rose Tico unless... Uh, <laughs> Daenerys, I'm not doing Rose Tico. No, not happening. At the hashtag Zeta, Scotty Zeta Rose, uh, you can you can bring that all you like to Tupacca, but the thing is is that uh, you know that could happen if Darth Malak doesn't drop uh, before Darth Revan. Before Revan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could happen. So we just don't know yet. All right. Look, I think that's uh, that about wraps us up. But thanks to everyone for joining us today uh, on the Escape Pod cast. But before we get on out of here uh, for today, Paul, I wanted to uh, do a bit of a giveaway, if I can. And oh yes, we, we we almost forgot all about the uh, about the giveaway. 
Um, so when we first started, we threw in our Discord channel that we wanted to give away fifty dollars to U.S. Um, not to Australian. Ra- uh, one, ra- yeah, a U.S. to one person that that just let let people know. We threw all the names in a in a hat. Uh, somebody over in Australia picked it, so so you can blame Australia if they get it wrong. <laughs> but who do we got, Scotty? Well, actually, it's funny you should say that because I actually got a firefighter to do it, uh, who's out there been doing their thing, uh, you know, helping <laughs> helping us out. Uh, I'll put a photo up in our uh, lobby so you guys can see it. It's a guy that's actually helping out a koala that uh, you know was burnt a little bit and it needed a drink. So uh, yeah, so the guy that I got to pick it uh, has actually picked out our winner for today so a firefighter you can blame him all you like and i've got to say from the sith strike team that winner is savage diva congratulations fifty dollars us it's all yours congratulations and uh look also mate before we go as well uh look i think we've got a couple of shout outs that we need to do uh before we jettison the escape pod for this week we need to say a big thank you to a couple of people that helped make this show possible yeah, thank you to Zed and Ace for feeding us the information and keeping a handle on our studio audience during the live show and for moderating the Discord channel when we're not around. You know, there's sometimes when I'm working, sometimes when you're working. That's the great thing about our schedules is we're almost always around for you guys, mm. but when we're not, Zed and Ace are always there. Yeah, absolutely. Also, a big thank you to Tuvok, uh, Tupaka, Going Nerdy as well. All their voices on our commercials and comedy bits that we run. Also, a big thank you to Jess, uh, who works with me. She's the girl that you hear with the Escape Podcast. Uh, she works with me on uh, the radio station 92.9 and 2TM here in uh, Australia and a uh, big thank you to Gav Flanagan as well for letting me use the uh, building after hours, which is always fun. So thank you to those guys. <laughs> uh, we also want to thank Going Nerdy, Urzatron, Xylo Takedown, Matt Shaggy Colbreth from iHeartRadio Toledo, uh, Cubs fan Han, definitely, for all lending their voices for the show. Um, Going Nerdy also did a commercial yes. uh, for us, the uh, old Ben Spice, as I call it. <laughs> Yeah, big thank you to those guys. And look, you know, big thank you again to Cubs fan Han. He's got so much encouragement for this show. And he actually also helped make it happen in the first place. And he's uh, pretty much on his uh, Discord channel uh, that he's got uh, for his Patreons. He's actually got... Uh, a little thing there where he's saying that, you know, this is the real Cubs fan harm network and uh, he's trying to get more people paired up, which is great. So, mate, we really appreciate it and we really thank you for giving us uh, your blessing by allowing us to be a part of the CFH network. It's fantastic. So thank you, Cubby. Uh, one, um, another thank you to Critty K Shirt Designs and to Zebulon Process. They helped design our logo and create the background for our YouTube, uplo- YouTube uploads. Mm. Um, they, I mean, the, their talent and their guidance in this is 100% Absolutely. appreciated. Yeah. Um, you got, you got another thank you over there. I do, man. Uh, one more. Thank you to Pimpo, the mod father for, uh, sponsoring the show in kind as well. And on that, we will, a lot of people are actually saying you guys should do another giveaway. Well, we will be in the next couple of weeks, and it's to do with Pimpo, the mod father. That's all I'm going to say to you right now. So a big thank you to Pimpo for uh, being a part of the show uh, with us as well. Well, um, the one last thank you that I want to do 
is I want to thank the listener. Yes. Um, whether you're live with us right now on our Discord channel or you're listening to us on any of the mediums that deliver our content straight to your ear holes. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this show. And um, before yeah, we wrap up, if there's anything we could do for you guys. You know, let us know too. Yeah, absolutely. I second that. Here, here, Paul. Uh, big thank you to everyone for jumping on board. And look, keep sharing the love, guys. Keep sharing and telling people about this show that we do. Uh, look, we really appreciate all the support you guys have been giving us. Uh, so a big thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So thank you so much. But there's two more people, man, that we've got to thank for this. And that's uh, something that's coming on the Escape podcast in the next few weeks. And uh, that is, of course, the life of a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes partner. And <laughs> we've got to thank our partners for this as well. Uh, the lovely uh, Christy and also my wife, Jody. So big thank you to those guys. Paul? Oh, definitely. They, they, let us, uh, they let us go and talk to you guys every Friday. Friday night for me and Saturday morning for you. You could, you could be at home in your jammies watching cartoons. I know, man. I know. But look, I just love this community so much, and I'm happy to give back to it. I love this place. I really do. Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, man. I don't know what I'd do without this game. It's a great game, but the community, you guys are just awesome. You rock. So thanks. Definitely. Scotty, on that note. Hit the button. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked-out murder bears. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog.